During these times of environmental shifts and global warming, the biggest threat becomes those nasty little bugs that can ruin your barbecue, your day at the beach, and even your life. Today's biggest fear are mosquitoes and dangerous viruses like Zika. That's why for the most protection against mosquitoes and Zika, there's Zika. Zika's Bug Off. Zika's Bug Off is what you need when you want to tell those annoying bugs to f*** off. No, not f*** off. Bug Off. Zika's Bug Off, the newest insect repellent from the makers of the Flowbee and Bass Pro Shops. Get Zika's Bug Off today to protect yourself from Zika. Zika's Bug Off. You're listening to WDGR Damn Good Radio. I haven't heard that in a while. No, it's been a while, man. We're back, though. We're back uh, by popular demand, and we're back with a vengeance, I think. No, can I ask where that um, popular demand came from? Oh, it's all over. It's Twitter's, Twitter's lighting up right now. Good, good. Twitter's been, sure. Yeah, I've been getting tweets all week. Um, another day is another day off for WDGR. I heard all kinds of rumors and, and innuendos and stuff. Oh, that's funny. About the show. So they were making fun of us a little bit and want to know why we're not, we're back live, but, uh, we're back live now. And so, uh, we're, we're, we're blowing up here with our listeners. So we're in good shape. So, um, well, we, and we do have a podcast coming out, uh, after this, I guess, right? Oh, every time. Yeah, there's a new one. We got them all. We got almost all of them live. You know what we could do if we're not going to have a show? We could trick everybody and mm-hmm. just and just play the podcast. Just play the podcast. Is huh. really anybody going to know? Well, the people that call, call in, in. Yeah. yeah, that'll only be. Hey, and this, wait, that sounds like me, but I didn't call in. So, anyway, <laughs> all right. So, uh, what's been happening in the last couple of weeks? It has been a couple of weeks, hasn't it? Yeah, it has been. Well, you know, you were on vacation. I was on vacation. We were on vacation, and then. And now we're back. So, yeah. Um, we did a couple I'm, of vacations. I'm looking at the show rundown. It looks good. Oh, good. Yeah. M- music intro was good. That's on there. <laughs> yeah. No guest studio. Okay, good. Not, no guest person yet. But uh, No, I thought I had one coming in. but uh, lots, of, lots of big things. Lots of big things have been going on. Uh, we took a trip. Did we talk about the uh, Ivy League trip? I, I haven't. No, we didn't. It was, uh, it was right after our last show was the 5th. That's our last podcast. The fifth, the fifth yeah. of July. July. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that was the last show we did. Oh, can God, you believe it's it? been a while. Shoot, almost it's been thirty almost days. A month. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Maybe well, that's why everybody was. Yeah, everybody was chomping at it. the yep. bit. So, but we're back, and uh, we're up. Our listeners are up now, so uh, so people are li- tuning in. So hopefully we'll have some calls today. A couple things I'd like to talk about. Um, my, my vacation. Yeah, I definitely um, want to hear about vacation. the football trip. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was. Uh, oh, is that what it's known as? <laughs> the Ivy League vacation? The Ivy vacation? League trip, yeah, because I don't know when the next time I'm going to have opportunity to go there. But uh, Maybe for school visits. I learned, yeah, I hope so. I learned uh, a lot about the Ivy Leagues, and uh, I had to wear a sweater and a tie to uh, practice. So Really? Yeah, the, the fans have to wear ties, and I have to smoke a pipe and stuff. <laughs> 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 we can get you one of those that like droops way yeah, down exactly. and comes up and has the big white. Uh, exactly, you know. it was actually pretty funny because um, we uh, we took a trip to Penn and um, Penn was kind of a lot like uh, more people like us, like more blue collar people. But when I went to Princeton, the parents of the other players that were out there competing at the prospect camp, they were all wearing like 
khaki shorts and collared shirts. It was freaking 90 degrees out, so I got shorts. I got PE shorts. Yeah. I got T-shirt, <laughs> a floppy hat, and flip-flops because yeah. it is 90 degrees out. But I they're mean, preppy. They're very, pre- they're very preppy. They're very preppy. <laughs> Alec was kind of making fun of like like look look at the, the look at all the other dads dad yeah. and then look at you. Well, so their names are you know Carlton and Thornton. Yeah, exactly, and they danced with the with overbite stuff. Chip, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they were all talking about the trust funds and they had their chins out when they were talking. You know, <laughs> I liked. I was just talking about the new trust fund that I just opened for Buffy. So Buffy. it was. It was <laughs> oh, Arthur. <laughs> oh. Uh, it was good, but uh, we went to Penn, which is obviously in Philadelphia, which was very nice. Um, but it's very, it's very, um, how do, how do I want to say it? It's not a, a trashy town. It's not dirty, but it's dirty. It's um, in Philadelphia proper or on the outskirts? Which uh, city is it? In? Uh, I know. I don't think it's in Philadelphia. I'm in Philadelphia. Sure. Yeah, oh, I'm okay. pretty sure. I mean, it wasn't too far from the downtown area there. Okay, yeah. And uh, the school just looks like it's dropped right in the middle. I mean, there's like three other colleges right around them, and I know one is Drexel. I mean, okay. Drexel looks like you go to to school in a like a 25 story building. It mm-hmm. says Drexel on the side, and I think the whole college is one building, one big building. You know that you go to school there. So well, in Philadelphia, not this isn't a, a, a topper. Or, you know, that's okay. Columbia, that's what we do here. There are there are five. The, they call them the Big Five. In uh, you, you can't ask me to name them, but there are the Big Five in Philly. You know, because they have Drexel and they have Penn, they're in you know Temple. They're right. all in that little grouping, and they're all good like basketball schools, and that's right. how they they came up with that. Okay, cool. Well, it's uh, it's definitely very uh, populated in that area, and um, I felt like kind of like when we drove on the outskirts towards the downtown area, I f- kind of felt like I was in Rocky. You know, when Rocky's running down the street and Little Italy and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it was uh, it was okay. So we went there and. That was a lot of fun, and then we went to um, the next place we went to is Princeton. Was it all football though, or did you actually have a chance to go and sight, no, see a saw, couple things? We well, we went in early. We we came in the day before. We got in about noon time in Philly, so we were able to see some stuff there and mm-hmm. go to get get Philly cheese steak at Pat's. We yep. went to Pat's, and um, you know, we went downtown, went to the did bell. the stairs, did the Liberty Bell, ran up Rocky stairs, took a picture with Rocky the statue, and mm-hmm. did all the normal, I guess the normal stuff you do in Philly. And then the next day we had the camp, and then we stayed over there. So we got done with the camp around 4, then went and got some to eat and, you know, walked around and yeah, saw yeah. some of the stuff. So it was pretty cool. Awesome. And then we went to, the next morning we woke up and drove to New Jersey, which is where Princeton is. Okay. It's in Princeton, New Jersey. Makes sense. Yes. Very, um, not exactly what I thought. When I think of New Jersey, I was thinking of, you know, the old armpit of yeah. the United States, but it was gorgeous. Uh, that area there, Princeton and the hills and the, you know, trees, and it really looks like a really cool place to go to school. I mean, it's everything. That's the really college. Nice. The college. The city itself is also, I think, a little bit. It's nice. Very, you yeah. know, corner stores and yeah, that kind exactly, of Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Very, uh, um, yeah, very downtowny. Like, um, that's not the right word, but. Small uh, town. Small town. Yeah. yeah. So that was really cool. We went to that prospect camp, and then um, I thought it wasn't going to be a cool place to stay. So I said, well, you listen, we'll just drive into New York right after. And mm. as soon as the camp was over, we jumped in the car and drove into New York. And we were going to Columbia, which to me, I knew Columbia was in New York, but I didn't really know exactly where it was in New York. But it is right in Manhattan. I mean, it's mm. the Upper West Side of Manhattan, about 116th, if you're familiar with. All I know is the Statue of Liberty Zero. 
Okay. Down there. It's the other way. 116 yeah. blocks on Broadway. It's Broadway and 116th. Well, so. I believe, you know, it's like, uh, what is it, 50th, give or take? 52 is where the park starts. Yes. 54, maybe even. Yeah. Gibner probably knows one. He but. probably does. He's going to probably call in. Mm-hmm. But um, so we had that going for us. And we went to a Columbia camp, which he did really well and ended up getting an offer to go to Columbia. So, as you know, these Ivy League schools aren't free. Mm. Um, they do give you a reduced cost, but it depending on what you make, and you have to turn in like W two forms and your tax returns, and then they come back and tell you, okay, this is what you qualify for financial aid. So, so they got people in an office that just sit yeah, there and do this do. for every player that's right. going to wind up exactly, company. exactly. It's probably but, some spreadsheet. They stick all your things yeah. in there and spit out a number. Exactly, yeah. and it's it's seventy two thousand dollars to go to the school, and that's not without food and stuff like that. So it's an expensive endeavor without, mm. but. Thank God it's for football. 72 a year. 72 a year. Okay. So I thought, you know, these Ivy Leagues are like 56, but this one's 72, but mm. I'm sure most of the other ones are too. So, but anyway, so we'll see. Hopefully they're giving more than $15 off, you know. One of the things that I heard jumping back to Princeton is, I, and I think it was Princeton, there was a, an article on it where because of that, because they pride themselves, the school does, on when the kids come. Uh, you know, and, and I'm not talking, you know, athletes who might get partial help, but students who want to go there mm-hmm. from a standpoint of that's where they want to go to get their, you know, their, their education, that they no no kid leaves with a debt, that they get them involved in so many different loan programs or, you know, uh, financial aids, mm-hmm. uh, government type programs that you get, I guess, like some of these best what what are those ones that I know, I know that some of you guys are yeah. doing? You get two grand or five grand, right. and you don't have to pay it back because it's more more or less you know one of those bright scholarship you know the right. scholarship kind of things. Uh-huh. And they pride themselves on that. Really? Yeah, and that was like well, an article in like U.S. News. They didn't tell me about that one. Well, <laughs> I guess you'd have to probably say, "Hey, we're the admissions." Yeah. And then once you're ready to do that, yeah, they're just going to give me a, a flat fee of what it's going to cost, and I think it's based on a lot of what you make. You know, it's a percentage of what same you, same what as you, Columbia. Columbia. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. I think about? I was talking Princeton. Oh, oh. Princeton, Princeton does, does that. that. Yeah. They, okay. And I was, I was thinking that you know that's probably yeah they're going to give you a flat fee, but then there are those. Yeah. I'm assuming loans and not loans, but well, uh, I think Harvard is like that too. And uh, you know the endowment stuff where people just donate money to the school is like ridiculous. It's in the millions at Columbia, and he said it, Harvard is like three times as much. Like people oh, that just hundreds of that just yeah. give money. He, the guy told me, he goes, Harvard doesn't even have to take like tuition from anyone. They can afford mm-hmm. to keep their doors open without charging a student a dollar, you know, because of all the money that gets donated to the school. And so, all that money that ma- makes interest every year, they right. wouldn't have to. Right, exactly. So we did that, and uh, we finished up there, and then um, we had a planned a college trip to um, Johns Hopkins because one of the coaches had made mention that they'd like to see Mike down at the school and show him around. So we weren't that far off. It's about a three-hour, three-and-a-half-hour ride from New York to Baltimore Mm -hmm. and uh, got to see another part of the country, so I've never been to Baltimore. So it was pretty good. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. You know, I I guess I have a perceived thing of different but baltimore was pretty down in the mm-hmm. water yeah. and the, and uh you know the boats and stuff down yeah, there. It, was nice. it was nice the harbor the food was good crab cat crab cakes you gotta get those that's what maryland does football and crab cakes mm-hmm. that's what maryland does so um that's their motto yeah if anybody can call in the trivia question was football and crab cakes that's what maryland does is our trivia question if you can tell me what movie that is from you we're taking the third caller at uh 
954-914-WDGR. <laughs> 954-914-WDGR. That's WDGR radio, but don't put the radio in there. It's too many letters or too many numbers. So that's uh, that was the first trivia question of the day. We're going to have a couple throughout the day today. So. Oh, excellent. Anyway, so we finished that up, and it was a good time. So it was a lot of fun. So uh, Mike's got two offers now, Jacksonville University right. and Columbia University. So we'll see how it goes, and hopefully the... You know, after the first four games or so, I think the the other offers will come up for. for right, right. I think they offer a lot of kids after the fourth game of your senior year. So we'll see. See how it goes. Hopefully, we get some uh, interest from other some other schools and have some options. Oh, yeah, but absolutely. You know, it's hard to pass up a, being able to go to Columbia. It's just it's kind of hard to do. You know, yep. so could because uh, without football, you know, we, otherwise you wouldn't be able to get into the school. So. Well, let me, hold on. I got. Uh, let me see what I got here for you. You got any money? I'll start it off a little bit. Hey, I'll just start off 26. with 20, $26. Yeah. All right, start me off with 26 the endowment program, the Mike Mike DeLillo Scholarship Foundation, starting off with $26. So. Well, there, you know, you could do is just have a bunch of poker tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll get them through a week of school so at a time, one week at a time. So. Well, a meal plan for a week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know I was, I was noticing in Colombia has land there where they have they're not dorms they're they're apartments and Colombia owns them so they're rent controlled right because you could i mean kids can't really afford to live outside you know like if you go to Jacksonville or something like that and a kid wants to get an apartment with another kid they could do it yep. you can't do that in New York City obviously i mean you'd be paying top dollar for mm-hmm. an apartment there so Colombia has apartments that are on Columbia's grounds that the kids stay in. And, and they manage. And they manage yeah. and they rent control them, obviously, so it's affordable for the kids. So Could some guy working on Wall Street actually get one of those apartments? He actually got to be... Uh, I think you have to... It's Columbia campus, so... Well, or, like, they're dorms, but they're not. They're apartments. Yeah. So they're not the same as, you know, that you would expect. I think a lot, of, a lot of schools are moving to that where... Because there's such a, a, a demand... For housing, I remember, you know, a couple of the places that I've been, the amount of housing, the nice new apartments that are just so close to campus that why wouldn't schools get involved in doing that? Right. And just be landowners and might as well get the money from there, too. So pretty interesting. So that's what that's what I did a couple of weeks ago. So uh, we said we had our first practice was Monday. So uh, high school football is in effect. And I think college football is also in effect. You mean yesterday was the first practice? Monday. Oh, today's Wednesday. Yeah, I'm sorry. I thought my birthday, Tuesday. my yeah. birthday day. So we had that going for us. So yeah, happy birthday. Yeah, it was very exciting. Very exciting. Thank you very much. I got a lot of Facebook wishes. I got like almost 200 Facebook wishes. I don't even know I had that many friends on Facebook. You don't. So I probably don't. <laughs> it just they counted it wrong. Yeah. yeah. So it's just people. You know, you can hit one on your phone. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right, we're up against the first break. So uh, let's hear a little something from uh, our our sponsors. Where can you find the best-tasting New York-style pizza in Central Florida? From my Rossi's on Broadway, of course. Tucked away in downtown Avon Park, my Rossi's on Broadway serves up pizza just like Mama used to make, if she ever made it. My Rossi's also has fresh seafood, homemade pasta, and signature dishes sure to please. And be sure to come by for their all-you-can-eat My Rossi's on Broadway buffet night every Tuesday. And ladies drink free every day before noon. Check the website for details at www.myrossysonbroadway.com. My Rossi's on Broadway, New York's finest pizza, right here in Avon Park. You're listening to WDGR Damn Good Radio. 
right. Man, we made it to the first break already, man. That was quick. It's unbelievable. And and pretty much on time. Yeah, right, right, right yeah. on time. That's because Lane's not here. He does not remind me. When he came on the show, he didn't remind me about breaks, and we went like a half an hour without breaking. So Yeah, it was kind of interesting. You know, uh, I, I work a lot with our, uh, our interns putting together the podcasts, and, uh, you know, I can go through a little bit about what, you know, every, what's discussed, and, you know, we get to the commercials, and, you know, kind of, and I'm like, I kept going, and I was like, Man, we're at like 23 minutes and there hasn't been a call. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to find a spot where we pause for a second and then just cut it yeah, there, you know. know. It, I put a commercial out. on. If it was that good, the callers must have been, you know, really increasing. And Yeah, it was crazy. That, that would have been what It was happened, a lot. So. It was a lot. So, well, but I, uh, went, I, do, I was near you. I, uh, I was actually in Washington, D.C. Boom. Not about the same time you were, but uh, it was actually uh, last week. And did a did a tour of that area. Did so if you, you talk ever, to Trump at all? If you ever, he wasn't there. We we did go to the White House. Okay, uh, but we weren't allowed in. So they didn't let you in. No, you have to actually. Whether it was the White House, don't they have tours or, on all the time? Yes, you have to speak with your congressman. You're kidding me. And your congressman has to contact the White House and then get you on a list. Who and the then, fu- he the congressman doesn't know who you are. Right. Well, that's you. you well, you, not. I don't think you actually speak to them, huh. but you actually you put it in through them, and then they send it up to the uh, to D.C. Okay, uh, and then it goes. And you get your name on a list. Well, then they do. If if you make the first cut, they do a background check. Uh, so we were cut after that. <laughs> um, but um, you have to get fingerprinted and shit. Um, well, I I don't know if they have them online, but they do a background check to see if you're gonna you know do Kill. anything that yeah. you shouldn't. Right. Um, you're not on the watch list. But it's uh it, it's quite a expansive city. Uh, huge uh it's very difficult to see a lot and and actually you know not sweat to death because we were up there was 95 degrees but speaking of that did i not see a picture of you on the eighth grade trip to washington did you go on an eighth grade trip to washington i did okay brad miller i think posted no no maybe that wasn't you guys it was no it was wayne stofsky because his head was bigger than everyone else's. Like, I remember the picture, and I had mentioned I didn't mention it to Wayne, but I was going to. The pic, he looks like he's, like, standing in the forefront. It's the whole class in one right. one picture. Well, I didn't go with Wayne. No, you didn't, because he's older. But he went on the on the, the school trip, and I think Liz Harness may have posted it or somebody like that. I'll have to look it up in the break and show it to yeah. you. But, but it was a Washington trip. Did you go? You went on the Washington trip? I did. I did, too. I did, yes. And it was great. Um, but And that was the last time I had been there. Right, yeah. Um, so it was, uh, but it's it, it's a it's a cool place, you know. It's uh, there's so much. It, it's gonna sound stupid. There's so much history, uh, and not from a standpoint of you know whether the things are old, but just all of the monuments that are dedicated and and the thought process that goes into these war memorials and how they're set up and what they do and you know the one that the one that really resonated with me and we didn't have a chance to see. We saw it a couple times when we drove by on a bus. Was the uh, Korean war memorial korean war the korean war and basically they have these a little bit larger than life bronze statues uh thinking back to some of those vietnam movies and korean Uh war movies that you've seen where the rain is coming down they got their hats on and their jackets are pulled their ponchos are pulled over right um their jackets are pulled over their you know their backpacks Uh and it's there's there's 19 of them Okay. And they're walking through an actual field and they're larger than you. Okay. And behind it is a glass granite wall. And it's a reflection of those same 19 soldiers that are walking. Because okay. 
because they're um it it was done it was the on the Korean War was fought on the thirty eighth parallel. Okay. So while there are nineteen people while there are nineteen people Okay. Um it is in reflective, you can see thirty eight. You're kidding me. And thirty eight thousand people were killed. And wow. ju- just the thought that goes through that and, you know, the way that it was uh, experienced. And, and there's so many different, you know, monuments that are like that. That was really, it, that's one of the impressive things. It's like, wow, the, you know, it's not like they say, hey, let's let's dedicate this park to, you know, Daryl Anderson. And they put your name on it. I mean, there's some thought that goes into these, you know, things. So, yeah, it was, it was very interesting. Hmm. But that I, is interesting. I, I did go to D.C. in eighth grade, but I was not with uh, Wayne, Wayne Stofsky. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, I get, we're getting a bunch of texts saying they can't stream. Well, I sent out the link, obviously, www.wdgrradio.com, and you'll come up with a black screen. And uh, when you do that, um, you'll you go ahead and tap tap on the screen uh, a bunch of times. You'll, it'll be a black screen first, and it'll be like a line going through. Just keep tapping in the middle of the screen, and it'll open up. It does work. I've done it a bunch of times. Yeah, it does, Rich. Rich, it does work. Well, he can't, he's saying nope, but he can't hear me. No well, good. All right. Well, we're listening. I'm listening live. I'm listening live. live. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to tell everybody. Well, I'm listening live. I'm doing it on my phone a bunch of times. Um, Plus, there's 13 other people who are listening live. Yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. There's some other people that are doing it. Um, just keep tapping in the middle of the screen. Push down a bunch of times. Keep tapping, tap, 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 and it'll open the, up. The key is refresh. If you're listening on your phone, you have to tap. If you're listening on a computer, you just refresh. Right. Yeah, here, I'm playing it. Look, listen, I'm, you're listening to us live. Oh, this is delay. Yeah, there are, yeah, yeah, there's some other people that are doing it. Yeah. Um, just keep tapping in the middle of the screen. See? Push See? down a bunch of times. See, that's, that's us tap, playing We're Behind. Tap, tap, so tap, it's actually. It's called a radio delay. Yeah, phone, radio delay. Okay, so we're out of that. So, unfortunately, I don't know why these guys can't uh, can't get in. Okay, got it. Somebody got it. Hi, All right. Mike Cook got it. Okay, Mikey. Mikey, you're on, baby. Mike Cook is on, baby. Hi, Mike. Hey, Mike. Hi, Mike. We're like streaming oh, I think live. Man, I thought he meant he called. Oh, no, he hasn't called. Um, maybe he'll call in. Okay. Cookie, if you're on, call in. So, um, so anyway, what else? Well, that was uh, so. Yeah, so we had just gotten back, and uh, but that was a. It's a. It's a great thing. Like you said, you went in eighth grade, and uh, you, you got to go back. You know, it's just one of those things. There, you have there, to there's just so much stuff to do yes. there. I mean, you, you, I'm sure you can't run out of stuff to do. You'd have to stay a week, two weeks there to see everything. You know. Yeah, and you'd you'd be able to do it. And there's yeah. a lot of walking. I heard right because you can't really you drive everywhere or just. We, we did one. Th- we did the uh, hop on, hop off bus. Oh, okay. And so you jump on in a spot, and when there's something, oh, let's get off here and do that, you can get off, you go and do that, and then you can jump back on because you, you pay for the day for what that bus is. Now, uh, was the bus coming around a lot? It, it goes every half hour at, at 25 stops, and so you obviously get off at a stop, and you go back to that stop to get back on. Okay. Okay, So, but a half hour to an hour later, depending on when. Half hour. Okay, well, you go an hour. hour. Yeah, no, it, you'd have to. Most most of the monuments and stuff, it takes at least, <laughs> excuse me, it takes at least an hour uh, you know, to go through it. You don't just walk up like, you know, Clark Griswold looking at the Grand Canyon and say, oh, great, let's look, you know, no, 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 and then get out. Did, um, I was watching a special, and it's it was old, older, but did you see how they picked, when uh, the Cubs did their ring ceremony, that they picked 20 Cub fans? Like, you had to submit why you were a Cub fan, how long you've been a Cub fan, and I, I didn't know that they do this. They took fans 
and the fans would present each player with their ring, a different player. Oh. And you had to call in, or you had to call in, you had to go online and either do a, a resume, a, like a video of mm-hmm. why you wanted to be a Cubs ring bearer guy. Right. And it was pretty cool. It was pretty emotional, some of the people and how long these old men have been, you know, Cub fans and been waiting for this championship. I thought it was pretty touching. It was on like, uh, it was like, it was ESPN, but they do like, um, like it wasn't, E60 kind of Yeah, thing. it wasn't E60, though. It was like Sports Center, uh something, you know, where they do a special on something. I thought it was pretty cool. Hmm. And this cool. uh this old man, he was like like 90 years old. That's who they should have had forever, going, yeah. You know, and the guy's like, you know, it's, he's he's like tearing up, you know, with the ring, and he's presenting it to, uh, um, I don't know which guy he presented it to, but anyway, um, he was just like, man, I've been waiting my whole life for this. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just a guy that's been a diehard Cub fan, season ticket holder, been, to, you know, almost every game. So They're going to do that with the Dolphins here. So. I hope so. It'll be me and you. <laughs> I tried it, this man. I doubt it. I don't have season tickets, but, you know, I've been to a lot of games, and you'd break my heart every year. And, you know. No, they'll pick Dennis. Yeah, they would. They should. <laughs> they should pick Dennis because he's been a pretty diehard Dolphin fan. Um, as long as we have, longer than we have, and actually he's been to probably more games than we have too. So Dennis used to go all the time. I think he still does. I think Dolphin he still has Dennis. tickets with his dad, I think. So really? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, hold on, our dashboard is slowed down here. So Yeah, that is very interesting. Well, I did also see that they gave a ring to um, uh, Bartman. They did? Yep. Oh, that's nice. They uh, they said that you know enough was enough, and uh, you know he had been a fan, and fourteen years ago is when that was. And they said that you know. I mean, it's good for us. I mean, we liked it. Yeah, we we were thanking the guy, you know, because of the Marlins. But um, just sitting there, like uh, there was more to it than that. I mean, if you remember, the shortstop made an error after that, and I mean, it could have ended thing. And so there's a you know, obviously it's not his fault, but you know, no, no, just that one play, right? But it would have been. Oh, an out, right? So. Listen, if it was Moses, Moises Alou was fucking tougher, he should have run up there and jumped up and got it from him, you know? He looked like the, uh, you know, Franks and Beans guy. Yeah, he threw know. it down on the ground and stuff. <laughs> oh, the Franks and Beans with his, with his earmuffs yeah, on? The, the and then he, on. the best part is just pretending like nobody was yelling at him. And I know he's listening to the game and the announcers are talking about him, but he's pretending like he's not doing, like he yeah. doesn't hear any of that stuff. Absolutely. So I thought that was pretty interesting. But there's a lot of sports stuff coming on because football's getting ready to start, so that's exciting. Yeah. Well, um, your practice just started. So yeah, colleges our, our have practice, started. Those colleges started and uh, so the, pro the pro camps have started. So excited about the Dolphins. But I heard... Uh, didn't uh, Ajayi get a concussion? Is that what I read? Yeah, he had uh, was diagnosed with concussive symptoms, and uh, so he he just sits out now. I mean, it's uh, fine. You know, generally during the season, as you know, we are aware they would miss a week. Yeah, but during this time, it you protocol know, really stuff that they got to go through. Sort of a bummer, but yeah, but I mean, shit, he knows what he's doing. He don't need to get out there in mini camp. You right, know, right. Keep him fresh anyway. So I just don't know. Are they full contact that he got a concussion? I didn't, I didn't know they were full. Well, that's what I don't know if he started to have just woozy symptoms because what for are they nothing? Wear, hel- helmets only? Well, no, they're no. in helmets and shoulder pads. I don't think they're in full pads. Right, so maybe he just got his bell rung hitting helmets. I didn't see what uh, what had happened. I don't know. Well, what are you going to do? So, I saw this uh, this thing. I don't know if we have time now before we uh, take another break. But uh, Monday, you're familiar with the Monday morning quarterback? I have heard of that term. Well, yes, it was. Uh, it is now a uh, magazine segment, part of SI Peter King. Okay, if you've heard of him, I have. They actually took twelve NFL executives, mm-hmm. and they did a draft. Okay, all time. 
all-time draft. Okay. These 12 executives picked 12 teams from every player ever. Uh, ever? Ever. Huh. And it was a very interesting uh, very interesting draft, so I, I, I didn't realize it was printing out so much, but I, I printed out the, the draft. Okay. And, um, you know. Who looking, had first pick? Like as a guy? Yeah. Uh, are they representing teams? Are they owners? Who are they? they what executives? Are, they're all previous GMs. Okay. Uh, not you know, owners. Not just, owners, no. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they were owners. I have their names. I don't have it on this this sheet here, but uh, Bussert, probably okay. heard the name Bussert. He was the GM. He he had the first pick. Uh, who did he pick? Joe Montana? No, Lawrence Taylor. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess the fan is it fantasy football. This or is just like, picking like an all time team. This would be picking an all time team that yeah, you would win the best. Well, team who's going to pick defense? You know, right, right. Yes, I see. What you mean. No, football. it isn't fantasy. Okay, got it. Uh, there were. Um, uh, <laughs> Well, can you tell me out of the twelve teams, there's twenty four quarterbacks. Everybody has two quarterbacks. Uh, yeah, I could or I can, one. Well, I, I I did take some statistics down for you. Okay, uh, a couple of interesting ones. The um, number four pick mm-hmm. in the draft, Dan Marino, was a punter. The Ray guy. <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding me. Nope. Well, you get extra points for having the best punter. I guess he was picked before Tom Brady. <laughs> Uh, I wonder how you're rating your team, you know? I guess right. you're, well, if you take Lawrence Taylor day, a great guy, you know, you're planning on playing some defense and, and holding them in. Well, I guess if you take a punter first, you're going to get a good enough quarterback, right? There's going to be 12. Yeah, you <laughs> right? can't, Yeah, you're going to get someone great. There were uh, top schools that were represented. USC had 11 players. All right. Don't ask me to name them on here. Uh, Miami, Notre Dame, Pitt, Texas A&M each had 10. Not Florida State? I, I think they had nine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Losers, but uh, there were some uh, there were some players, some interesting ones that I was didn't expect from from the Hurricanes. Okay, like Greg Olson. What? Yeah, Greg Olson as one of the I guess they figure one he's of the top even, tight ends. He's not even our top tight end. I mean, there's there's three tight ends better than him. Uh, but these remember these are NFL players. These okay. are their NFL careers, and they're picking them to make an NFL team, not necessarily how good they were in college. Oh, okay. Well, right, Devin Hester's he had, on he had a, Devin Greg Hester Olson had a better, like, than Shockey did? No, Shockey's on the... Uh, He's on the on team, too? Team. Okay, good. Who else? Uh, no, I'm, I'm sorry, Shockey did not, uh, is not on He it. didn't make it? No. Uh, that is kind of odd. Uh, like the first one was Ed Reed, of course, and, you know, the well, typical... That definitely, that'd be the first guy I would pick for. Ray Lewis, Cortez Kennedy, Warren Sapp, Jerome Brown, Michael Irvin. Those were the big ones. And, did uh, Vinny Testaverde go? He didn't make it, did he? He didn't make it, no. He didn't. Uh, no quarterbacks made it. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, Toretta. No, he <laughs> did not. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, that's funny. Um, Who else? There were... There okay. was also um, Dolphins. The okay. highest Dolphin picked wasn't really even a Dolphin, but Junior Seau. Okay. He was yeah, picked 43rd. Yeah. Paul Warfield, Dwight Stevenson. Larry Little. Uh, in the uh, tenth round was Dan Marino. Tenth round. Yeah. Wow. So, let's see how many rounds they actually had here. So, can you find out how many? Well, twenty-six rounds. So there are twenty-six players per team. Okay, so only one quarterback then on per team. They were filling offense and defense. Yeah, I mean they have tackles. So, so that means that he was the, he's the tenth quarterback pick probably. They're not picking two quarterbacks a team. There's only 12 teams, right? Yeah, I, I correct. 
Yes. Okay. Yes. So they top ten. Yes, I see what you mean. Yes. Okay. So if the team already picked the quarterback, there's no need for, you know, they're not going to get another one. Correct. Johnny Unitas was the first quarterback picked. You're kidding me. No, number three overall. Jesus Christ. So it was Lawrence Taylor, then Mean Joe Green, and then uh, Johnny Unitas, and then Ray Guy. (laughs) (laughs) These guys must be old guys. It was very funny. Terrible. Well, that's pretty cool. Tom they Brady just did it for pick, Tom Brady was picked ninth. They did it overall. So they could publish it, and then people, you know, gas bags on the radio would talk about it. Like us? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tom Brady was ninth overall. Yes. Okay, that's not too bad. You know, Montana was eleventh. Elway was twelfth. Huh. Staubach was thirteenth. Is Cleo Lemon on there? <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Rice was seventeenth. Wow, he would be probably in the top five guys. I got to think all time. Peyton Manning was twenty. Oh, at least he's on there. Yeah. So Peyton Manning went before Dan Marino. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's okay. But yeah, Junior Seau was the first Dolphin, and Paul Warfield, and Dwight Stevenson, and those kinds of guys. Very interesting. That is interesting. If you like that kind of thing. Yeah. Speaking of football. Um, football. Do you see the? I have a something to discuss with you. I don't know how much you've been following it, but um, the. Um, Baltimore Ravens have an opportunity to sign um, Colin Kaepernick. Yes. Did you see that? Yes. And I guess, I don't know if he's worked out or they've had conversations with him, but... We must listen to the same thing because I know... But you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, so this will be good. Okay. Well, here's... I'm going to talk a little bit about football and I'm going to talk a little bit about leadership as an organization and the way that I watched the Baltimore Ravens handle this situation, which I thought was completely, completely not the way, if I was owning the team, that it would go. Baffling, yes. Even if I was a coach on the team or I was even a part of the organization. Because the way that they handled the situation and dealing with him, it just it just shows that they're not together as an organization, regardless of... I mean, you're going to get in a room and let's say draft day comes, and I'm just making an example. Draft day comes and and you and I are are, are Ravens drafters, and we're sitting down and we're and we're contemplating picking a certain player. I like the player. You're dead set against them. Mm-hmm. Um, we discuss it. We agree to disagree. I guess at at some time, and then we make a pick. Correct. We don't go out and say. Uh, I say, well, we got our guy. And you said, no, yeah, you know what? I told those guys not to pick this guy, but yep. they did anyway. And that's what we're do- That's how what the Baltimore Ravens are doing here. You got Ozzie Newsome and what's it, Har- John Harbaugh saying, we really like the guy. He's great. And then the owner coming, we going, we're him. not sure yep. if he fits into what we're doing, if he's going to help us or, you know, and basically what they're saying. And I understand where the owner stuff is coming from, where he doesn't want. He actually said he wanted to hear from his fans. His fans. His fans. Yeah. Okay. Now you see what you have to say. Well, yep. I mean, if they're fans, what do you think they're going to say? I don't know. Because you wouldn't be a fan of someone if you're bad-mouthing him. That's like, why don't they call his parents and ask him what they think about him? When you're saying, hey, I'm oh. going to poll his fans, I mean, poll people in general. But no, why no. don't you? Po- he wants to poll the fans to no, say. Oh, the we- fans or Colin Kaepernick fans? No, no, Baltimore oh, oh, Ravens Baltimore fans. fans. Yeah, okay, that makes yeah. sense. Okay, that makes sense. He wanted to poll the Baltimore Raven fans. And see what they thought about him. Would you mind? If we pick Because him. this guy is better than our backup. Right. I he would you. be our number two. Now, their backup is Ryan Mallett, right? Yes. Didn't he come from Patriots? 
Yes, he was before. Wasn't he pretty good? Well, they let him go. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't matter. No, but he was there for three years underneath Brady, and they didn't think enough to hold him. I guess. Or I guess he was going to start making a little bit more money. So. Yeah, I don't know how that, that works. But, but, but here's what I'm saying. I understand where the owner's coming from. Where we, hey, man, we got to look into this. I know the guy will probably help us. He's not, it, it, it'd be different if he was Peyton Manning or Brady, you know, yeah. Brady or somebody like that. Then there's a no-brainer because you deal with all that other off-the-field stuff. And, look, it's because you're going to win football games. When you win football games, all that other stuff goes to the wayside. If you lose football games or you're mediocre and this guy is a, a, a punk like he is because I'm not a fan of his of what he did. Right. Then you got to deal with that controversy too, and it just be, it, it creates more of a uh, a distraction for your team than every anybody even cares what's happening. They're just going, oh well, you you signed Kaepernick. Is he going to sit for the national anthem? Can't believe what he did, and they're not even looking at what kind of football player he is. So obviously, he's and not, those are the two sides. Yep. Right, but here's the thing: if I'm an owner, and I'm not absolutely sure what we're going to do, I don't want my coach. And my general manager saying we absolutely we want the guy we like him we want him, but the owner saying we can't sign him. That's basically what they said. Which is also, I believe, not to that extent, but that's what happened in Seattle. Oh, did the same thing. The, so what's his name? The um, Carroll choke. Yeah, Pete, Pete Carroll guy. He had said that uh, he would be great for our team, but that's all he went. We just he, he's not going to fit right now. Right. Well, but, but they liked him. I'm okay. Well, I'm, him, I'm okay if you say, hey, we really like what he did, but. But it doesn't work out. It's not going to fit. What you're saying is Harbaugh and Newsom. All not those Bob. guys have to be in line with whatever the thinking is of the organization. All those three guys got to think, maybe not think the same way, but that message has to be the same exact message coming from all of them. Same page. We like them, but it just doesn't fit what we want to do right now. And that's fine. Don't say, well, we want to sign them, but our owner won't let us. I would tell Harbaugh right now, get the frick out of here right now, because that's not what you do. You don't tell people that stuff. We're collectively an organization, and we have a way of thinking. And the, usually the way of thinking starts from the top. And if, the, if, if you're going to rely on your coach to make a decision for you, then that's the way that the owner's thinking too. So everyone's thinking the same way. If you're going to allow the guy to pick who he wants, then the owner's got to say, hey, this is the guy we want. Harbaugh wants him. Newsom yep. wants him. I want him. Yeah, the owner either needs to get out of the way. Yes. Or they all, and they all should be in concert with each other. Right. Yeah. Or, the, or you know what? I'm the, I own the team. I say what goes. And you, and you agree with what I have to say. Behind closed doors, let's argue our asses yeah. off. But collectively, you can't do that. Now the owner looks like he's a jackass. Like he's mm -hmm. like, you just, oh, I don't want the, the. Harbaugh shouldn't want what the owner wants either. Harbaugh should know. Harbaugh should say, hey, look, I don't want this distraction around our organization either. Let's think about this. Let's sit down. I mean, this seems like the this guy is the only one that's actually looking at more than just playing football. Because I think that if his football is good enough, then it can outweigh the stuff. But it doesn't look like it is. And I'm, I'm kind of going back around in a circle. But what do you think? I mean, are you kind of feel the same way or? I, I feel kind of the same way that you're talking about. I believe that what Harbaugh and Newsom did is they tried to pass the buck. Right. They were probably cornered and someone saying, well, you had him come into camp. How did he go? He was great. He would be a great backup for us. Right. Which then all of a sudden, oh, well, but we can't because our owner has some things. And the owner comes out and says, well, we wanted to poll our fans. And so you are correct. They're, they're not on the same page. But what I heard was is that, okay, well, if he's good enough to be their backup, um, then he is being 
you know, shunned because of, like what you said, is he going to kneel? Is he going to cause a distraction? Now, I did also hear, not from him, but people talking about him, how he said he wasn't going to do that anymore. He made his point in terms of what happened last season, and he wasn't planning on kneeling or doing anything. Now, that doesn't matter. He's still there. And so, but agreed. If they're not on the same page, then they're pointing fingers at each other, and the owner has every right to get yeah, tell Harbaugh the heck out of there. Some tell him, you know. Th- well, he could get rid of Harbaugh do for doing Yeah, He should. I mean, obviously, you don't want to burn your coach, but I would definitely bring him in to my office and say, look, this ain't going to happen this way. Right. I make a decision, we're all together. You make a decision, I'm behind you 100%. You're not saying, hey, I put this guy in to, to play running back, and he fumbled a ball, and I'm an owner, and I go, hey, I told him not to f- mm-hmm. put that guy in, but he decided he wanted to do it. No one's going to do that. Well, you'd, you'd have to wonder... If let's say he never knelt last year, okay, okay, and he go goes out because San Francisco let him go or he didn't exercise his option, whatever happens there, and then he goes to Baltimore, it's probably a completely different situation where Harbaugh's yeah. like, yeah, we want him, and the, the guy says, yeah, yeah right, let's get him, him. because but, there's no distraction that comes along with it. Yeah, yeah there's so, baggage. You know, there's guys that have drug problems and that, that kind of stuff. You know, you, you're taking a chance on that. Now he's not going to kneel again, but you know. You, you're you've automatically turned off 25 percent of your fan base because at least 25 percent of those Baltimore fans can't stand the guy. And who gives a shit if he's a backup? That don't. I mean, if you're telling me he's going to come in and he's going to help us win games, then maybe you can kind of overlook that. Mm-hmm. But he's going to be a backup. And if Flacco's healthy, if his back comes back, right? He's got a back problem. Or yeah, something. I think he's fine thus far. Though. He comes back, and I mean, there, there, there's a good chance he'll never play. Yep. Right. So I mean, what what are we doing here? I mean, we're, we're just, signing a guy to to back up somebody just in case, and even if you do, even in just in case, and there's not a whole lot of teams that can lose their starting quarterback and be able to make a Super Bowl run. I don't even know if there is, is there anybody that can do that. Even New England Patriot people. New England when Brady came in. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a few and far between. But yes. I, I think everybody's top tier quarterback. When you go to the second string, there's a. a pretty decent fall off there oh yeah absolutely and maybe not the dolphins i don't know matt moore's pretty good yeah he's top notch so i I was thinking about something the other day (laughs) and i had heard some things and i i wanted to make a um i want to see something if it see if it'll catch on with ryan Tannehill. so rt 17 because it's 2017 and and he's number 17 right Mm -hmm. so we will now refer to him as rt 17 you know what i mean not rg3 or TB12 or whatever the other numbers are. So we can't are. do it next year, though? No, we can't because it's not 17. Well, but he, he'll always be 17. Yeah, but but it makes sense because this is 2017. 17, yep. So The year of 17. Right. So he'll now be RT17. I'm, so. I'm, I'll, I'll say it. All right. RT17. <laughs> okay, hopefully it'll catch on. Yeah, that'd be good. So um, I thought that was a pretty catchy name instead we'll of tattoos. calling him Tanny Hill and all this yeah. other stuff. And Dennis already got one, I think. Dennis put it right now <laughs> next to Camden. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, you, you, you yes, do. I do. Sure, you do. <laughs> I think they spelled his tattoo wrong. He says that they didn't. It's in cursive, and that's how an M is supposed to look, or an N. Camden, Camden, or Camden. I don't know. I forget. I have to like look at him. Yeah, Damn exactly. Oh, I went there too. Yeah, that's okay. Good. So I'll tell you about that because that was kind of funny. Well, we got. Uh, I think we're gonna have when we come back. We can do uh, if you want to take a break. We got the uh, brew off. 
Oh yeah, we haven't had a brew off in a while. What that, do we? Uh, that's what I've been getting a lot can of. We, uh, can we talk about it, or I mean, can we say what the what the beer is, or will we wait till we? Take no, a we're break? gonna wait till we come back. Ranging from the finest hand rolled cigars and single malt scotch to getting what you deserve if you've ever been injured at a water park. Call Longo Law and Liquor. No matter the occasion, Longo Law and Liquor is there for you. Does your judgment celebration demand a smooth Kentucky bourbon with a flavor-infused backwoods? Call Longo. Do you spend your millions on a mild imported Dominican and top-shelf tequila after swimming at River Country? Call Longo. Longo Lawn Liquor. Don't waste your time with separate law firms and liquor stores. We know it all. We'll fill your pockets and your glasses and be there to celebrate justice with you. Call 1-800-LONGO-LAW or 954-LONGO-LIQUOR and we'll raise a glass and kick some ass for you. Call today. You're listening to WDGR Damn Good Radio. All right, Holmes, we're back. And, uh So it looks like we're uh, we're almost um, we're almost ready for the next segment of the show. Yep, yep, we are ready to do this. I'll let me uh, grab this real quick, and uh, okay. I think we're going to get uh, get right into it. Get ready to get your drink on. Can you explain to everybody what microbrewing is? Well, microbrewing is um, making beers in uh, small, smaller batches. Uh-huh. Uh, they're not mass-produced a la like this uh, delectable bush light that we have here on the table. So I'm going to take this cork off. <laughs> this is going all over everywhere, isn't it? I don't, ooh, wow. I hope that came through on the radio. Mazel tov. Get ready for the WDGR brew-off. It's time for the brew-off. It's time for the brew-off. WDGR brew-off. I drink the commercial stuff. This one has a cork. Wow. DGR brew-off. That was excellent, man. I love hearing that every time. I, I listen to that all the time, man. That's the best. It's in your iPod? Yeah, it's in my iPod. It's on my shuffle list. <laughs> it's under it's under greatest hits. All right. So, well, we got a... All right, what do we got today? This is interesting. This thing has a cork, too, man. Yeah. I just heard that in the thing. This one has a cork. <laughs> okay, yeah, so what do we have? Like what is the line? So this is called uh, Tank 7. Farmhouse Ale. It's by the Boulevard Brewing Company, which is in Kansas City, Missouri. Okay. Okay. And this is more of a uh, light-bodied beer. We have been trying a lot of uh, porters, um, different kinds of things that um, okay, you know, are darker. The brown okay. ales, the oh, have the different kinds. Wow. Of, yeah. Mazel tov. <laughs> Oh, I thought we were playing the commercial yeah, again. Yeah, exactly. So. It sounds like it. So this is, uh, okay. I, I think you're going to like this. This is uh, closer to a little bit of what, um, you know, Clown what, shoe. What, what we're used to drinking. Okay. Oh, that's a light looking. It's not dark like the shit that you bring usually. Right. I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. It's called a Cezanne. <laughs> what? Well, that's is that a, real? It's a Belgian style. Ale, oh, okay. Belgian. All, I, Belgian. I actually I poured a little bit too uh, too much head on that. I one. know. I see this. Oh, I just what well, I stick my finger in there. Yeah. Or, something. or I'll give you this one, and I'll have that one. All right. Oh no, I can drink it. Oh, this. Yeah, because you got a mustache, so that'll get caught up in your mustache. All right. All right here. 
There you go. And, uh, so this on, uh, I, I picked this one out because uh, not only was I looking for another craft brew, uh, but I was looking for one that was very highly rated. And this gets a uh, outstanding rating, a 93 huh. uh, out of uh, from Beer Advocate, which is a big... Uh, out of 100, I'm Out assuming. of 100, yes. Okay. Out of 94. <laughs> it's, like the, okay. uh, it's like the five-star football system. Uh, you, you don't really know exactly what it is, but um, uh, <laughs> this is called Tank 7. I yeah. got it because uh, I pulled it off the shelf, and from afar, I guess it looked more fire. I was thinking, you know, tank. I was thinking, uh, yeah, you know, but it, that well, let me truck. ask you this: Is you think it's tank one through seven? Like, and this is the seventh one, or seven has something to do with a tank? Or you don't know? Well, I think it's tank seven farmhouse ale. So I think that they have tank seven would have a series of different kinds of beers from this brewery. Okay, so it'd be tank one. There'll be a tank one somewhere. Or no, two? They, it. it Probably not. Starts at this, seven? This has seven different ingredients. Oh, there you go. That's where the seven comes into play. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. I think man, there's a lot of there's a lot of cool stuff going on, man. With? I don't with, know. With beers? Um, Did you I'm also, my fir- our first trivia question um, was, do you, does everybody remember the trivia question that I asked? Yes. Football and crab cakes and, and football, football, that's what? what Maryland does, was the trivia question. Well, we'll take the third caller to tell me what movie that's from. We haven't had any callers, though. Well, because I think maybe somebody had some problems getting on. And then um, the second trivia question is, can anybody tell me what a tank slap is? Tank slap. Tank slap. Tank slap, yeah. All right, let's hit it. Clinky, clinky. There you go. Cheers. This is Tank 7. It's kind of blue moonish, isn't it? It's my it, taste in that. Yeah, it's uh, as you can tell that it, it's a little cloudy. Yeah, uh, it ha- it really has its own carbonation as part of it. That's a a big factor in a lot of the different kinds of micro brews. Tastes uh, good. Really like popular it. in cask style ales. Cask. Uh, I actually went to a brewery when I was in Washington. You uh, really? Can you say that word again? Cask style. It's awesome. Ales. <laughs> Your enunciation is, is, is exquisite. So Tank 7 has a number of beers, and they call this one their black sheep because they were trying to make something different, and this one came out, and it gets you know very highly rated. Man. Kind Who's rating amazing. it, Garachi? Uh, it's on Beer Advocate, which is okay. a, a big site, and there's over 1,000 votes. Uh, and, you know, anytime you ever go to a different kind of... Uh, it's like Amazon. You know, you get all those ratings. You have no idea who's, uh, yeah, like, who's talking like about Like Yelp. This, this yeah. is Yelp. This is a 93 on Yelp. 93 on Yelp. Beer. Guess you know who got a bad rating on Yelp? Craig Stampler. <laughs> Did he tell you that story when the people came in? I guess they, they rated his bar. Right. And he got like a bad rating that the bartender is an asshole and stuff, and they wrote him up on Yelp and gave him bad stars. I For some reason, I just, I, I, I can understand. And he was so mad, too. He goes, yeah, they gave me a bad review on Yelp. I could understand the bar. So it's kind of funny. I'm going to look it up and read it. Oh, uh, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully you still. Do you remember the bar? It was whatever bar he used to. It's in Banner Elk, so I can look up Banner Elk bars and look up <laughs> bald bartenders. <laughs> uh, this is good, man. Yeah. It's, it's Blue Moon-esque. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I don't think because it has enough, like, uh, there's a hint. You probably can't taste, but a hint of grapefruit, so you don't need, like, to add an orange. That's one of the things about Blue Moon that, you know, it has a, people want to add more of an orange to it. I don't, like, when the blue moon comes and they give you that big slice of orange, I always take it out. I don't keep it in there. Well, to me, it's enough that the blue moon was just sitting there and it maybe seeped in a little bit. I don't think I need it either. <laughs> okay. It's a tank. 
Tank 7. Tank 7. Farmhouse baby. Eel. Ale. Eel. Ale. So. This is from the Boulevard Brewing Company in Kansas City, Missouri. Do you have a list of all the beers we've tasted so far? No. But they're up on the shelf. There. Yeah, they're up on the shelf. I think only one we missed. Uh, but I, I'd like to try to post these on, on Twitter. Okay. When we when we do this. so. Okay. That sounds good. Um, that way people can see what it is. When they hear about how fantastic we talk about it, they may want to um, uh, add it to their repertoire. Huh. Like okay. a cask. <laughs> well, apparently there's people are having a hard time getting in. but uh, Into the house? Well, I guess they're dialing the WDGR phone number that I gave. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I was thinking about that when you were giving that out, and I was really hopeful that no one was going to do <laughs> So that means a lot of people actually have. They asked me to pick up. They're not I'm picking up. You're not picking up. That may, so. Do they not know your number? <laughs> Yes, my phone. It's my phone number. For those of you that know my phone number, which most of our fans have my number, so they can call in you at any think. time and uh, and figure out what's going on here. So well, yeah, especially if they have the answer. There's a <laughs> lot of people we haven't heard from. It's because we're a little off. You know, people don't you know necessarily know what uh, what time we've been uh, going and yeah. Because God forbid, a couple yeah. of days off. Yeah. Oh, we do have a call coming out. Oh, okay. Hold on. Could you turn on your radio? Or? WDGR, you're on the air. Hey, man. How's it going? Good. What's happening? What's your name and where are you from? Oh, Steve, man. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Hey, Steve, man. Hey, Steve. Hey, guys. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm I'm actually, my daughter just got home from college tonight. Wow. Her summer term and we're out to dinner. For good? No, no, no. She just came home for 10 days, and she goes back for the fall. She's got to kick the fall. About 13 days. Okay, can you uh, step outside for a second, then? Outside? Yeah. <laughs> I'm no, kidding. He's no, just kidding. He's just kidding. Enjoy dinner, man. We'll talk to you later. All right, boys. All right, bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. So, apparently, people have other more important things to do than listen to our radio show. Maybe all of our listeners are out with Steve. <laughs> Steve. Hey, Steve. <laughs> Hey, Steve, man. So, anyway, That's funny. what else do we have? You got any other trivia stuff? I'm, just po- I'm posting the beer so that people will, you know, know in case they want to get it. I, I, And I got this beer. I happen to have stopped by uh, Total Wine. Oh, yeah. If, if anybody's familiar with those, they uh, – I shouldn't have said their name because they're not really a sponsor, but – uh, that's where I got this. They have a really nice craft beer selection. The, the problem is that they're in these individual bottles, big bottles, small bottles, and there's no rhyme or reason. Uh, they're not know, in alphabetical order or no. nothing, you know? And the problem is is that, for instance, there's a, a Breckenridge Brewery. Well, they have a, a porter and they have an ale. And so when you're in the ale section, you don't get to see all the Breckenridge ones where you could go, oh, let me see that. And then you have to go over here. And, oh, there's another Bre- Oh, and here's another one over here. So we've had uh, we've featured clown shoes on this show a couple of times. We sure have. And when I went through it, I must have seen seven or eight different varieties, but not all in one place. It was all in different you know kinds of things. Really? Yeah. Huh. So I, I guess there, there was there's so many different ways to sort these beers that it's probably you know ale and lager and well, I don't know what else. Saison. Saison. Porter. Porter. Yeah, all these different kinds. Man, of I'm learning a lot of stuff today. I don't know what that means, but it like, sounds good. You know? Well, there's porters and stouts, and those are the, the thicker uh, coffee, chocolatey kind of things that you like Yeah. to a point. Yeah, I guess so. All right, what else we got? 
Besides texting and putting stuff on Twitter. Yeah, well, I was uh, I was doing that there. Okay. okay. Or tweeted out. So now everybody has a, a an idea of what that uh, beer is that that we that we. You know, who hasn't called us in a while. Smoky. So, well, not Smoky. He calls all the time. He's working today, so he can't call. But um, I did. Notorious have Double D's. I think that was one week. She called two, like two weeks in a row, didn't she? No. And all, what about um, what about the Boca people? Oh, Rusty Amber Amber Rust. Yeah, Amber, Amber Rusk. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was the week I wasn't here. But yeah. I, I did see something interesting that uh, is kind of we were talking about football. Obviously, you follow basketball. We're in the uh, free agency time, right? People are trading and doing all these kind of stuff. Yeah. Do you see what some of these guys make? No. <laughs> well, we talked about that a while ago, and. These guys make like five times as much as any fo- like the worst basketball player makes as much as the best like receiver, right? You know, some guy who's the number twelve guy on Dallas, you know, basketball team makes more than like, uh, you know, Beck- uh, Beckham. Um, luck, not luck. Who's the guy from the Giants who has a different color hair? Eli. No. Oh, Odell Beckham. Beckham. Yeah. So. It's weird. So go ahead. Tell us. I was about to say Phil Sims. <laughs> Phil Sims, the guy with the blonde hair. Yeah. Okay. No, no, I was lo- I was looking. I actually have guaranteed salaries, you know, of some of these players. And right. we were talking, because this goes right up, you know, the alley of that, that, you know, someone like these uh, salaried players that are, you know, 18, 20, 50, 100, like, I don't know how much. I believe that James Harden just signed his deal, which is about $250 million. And I believe a bulk of it, if not 90%, is like guaranteed. Really? And so, of course, in football, you can't do that. And Le'Veon Bell makes $12 million a year, but there's no guarantee because he's, he hasn't signed his second contract yet. Right, right. So I he get hurt, you. he's done. Huh. And, and someone like uh, DeMarco Murray... Lamar Lamar Miller, for instance, okay, he gets six point five million a year. He gets fourteen million guaranteed, but he already got that. So if he happens to get hurt, well, I guess he has to hope that he can rely on that. And I, we're talking about it's ridiculous, don't you? If we all had fourteen million dollars, we we'd probably have a better radio show. We'd been be in a studio. We yeah, we probably should. But these guys' guaranteed contracts are nothing compared to what the uh, you know the basketball players get. No, all right. What, do you have the basketball right? salaries? Whoa. Oh, no. Was that the intern? No. I believe I do. Let me, uh, it's in my notes. All right. I'm still looking. Okay, I'm, I'm playing some music in the background. Oh. Yeah. I don't have the basketball. We had that last But it time. was something like $15 million or something for... Oh, yeah. For, like, the worst guy in the world. Yeah, well, there were people that I, you know, we couldn't even name. They were making $18 million a year. Yeah, it doesn't seem right, does it? No, it doesn't. Yeah. But, you know, we're, well, not, we're I, not making it. I know this is really late, but I'm trying to catch up. You wouldn't have to worry about uh, Columbia if you no, made 14. No, we wouldn't. Money, 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 money. <laughs> I'm, like, six weeks behind on these things. Oh, yeah. Money, 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 money. Oh. 
That's all they make is money, 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 money. Did you see that they want to try to, they talk to the Players Association, um, the Football Players Association, they want to try to legalize marijuana in the NFL as a, as a, as a pain, as a pain reduction? Right, I've, I've, I could imagine that. I haven't heard that they're trying to pass yeah. that. Well, but. they talk to the Players Association and they want to come up with some kind of, you know, thing that Something. says that you can use it that for, but it has to be prescribed and has to be for pain. Well, right. they're all for pain after each game. Yeah, right? and, and I mean, this isn't any kind of like we're not doing a social kind of show. But every time on the news you read about these this opioid addiction that's going on in entire cities that are just dying families that have three children and they're all they all overdose and die right just because of the those types of painkillers why why so many are prescribed right Right. it's absolutely ridiculous they say 92 million people last year were prescribed painkillers and there's 300 million people in the united states wow who needs (laughs) right let's take out all the the kids of that 300 million now you have 92 of what 200 yeah. Million? I mean, that's it's kind of it's high. It's way high. And sure. obviously, there's some sort of epidemic, so it would make sense that if you can, and you don't have to smoke marijuana. There is the CBD oil, and there is the you know the THC, which are the two parts of the marijuana. The THC makes you high, and the CBD, the cannabinoid, huh. is what helps with the pain. Hey man, take it easy. How the fuck you know so much shit about this? This seems a lot, man. Research. <laughs> You, I didn't know you were such an expert at this thing, man. You started really getting technical and stuff like. That. I just want to say they want to legalize it, man. You got you giving me like you giving me like uh, you know ingredients. Well, and I'm, stuff. In, I'm in the industry of uh, with products, and we're starting to look at doing a couple of products that potentially have what's called CBD, which is cannabinoid oil. Right, cannabinoid. Okay, and that is what helps people when uh-huh. someone smokes a joint. Okay, and they get high. What is helping them is not them getting high. It's the cannabinoid. Oh, gotcha. That they're getting into their system. Cannabinoid. The THC is what gets them high. So what they've done now is they're able to make these strains that don't have the THC and just have the cannabinoid. Yeah. And cannabinoid oil, they can make lozenges. They can make drops. I gotcha. They can make, you know, all kinds of different things, pills. And that gives you that feeling. I think they just want to smoke pot, to be honest with you. I think in the NFL and the NBA, that's exactly what they want to do. Yeah. So, I, but doesn't Would matter. Would you say it was T what? THC. Tanya watches that show all the time. Oh, okay. Or the channel. Yeah, the channel. No, the the show. It's on right now. See? Turn around. You know, never seen that? No. That yeah, station? Yeah. TMZ. TMZ. <laughs> See, look. Turn around. I saw it. I was looking for THC. I got. Remember this? This is TMZ. I was oh, trying to TMZ. do a play on words. Which is what? THC. It didn't work. Z. THC or Z? THC. C. All right, this is no, TMZ. No, the stuff in marijuana, it's CBD Okay. and TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. All right, cool. So that's that's pretty neat, but uh, I guess we're coming up against another break. Right, well, I, I got a quick question, though, if, we, sure. if you don't mind before we go to break. I'm looking behind you at this hat. Oh, and I I don't I, I don't think we've played the commercial because I take off my headphones and in the commercial it talks a little bit about the timing of a certain one of our sponsors coming in May. So I was curious, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you knew the latest, considering it looks like they have swag. Actually, I do. Well, I have an idea about the latest. We're Should not, we talk about it when we come back, or 
we do yeah, our last yeah, break. Yeah, we can, we can talk about it when we come back. Let's yeah. uh, let's see if we can hear something from them. But uh, right. yeah, I I got some good positive stuff coming back, and uh, and uh, we're not going to set a date as of right now, but it's it is going to be pretty soon. So let's hear a little something from them. Rex and Moe's Bagel Deli Emporium is a brand new concept coming to South Florida. Breakfast and lunch will be served daily. Prepared foods and catering is available at Max and Moe's. They combine homemade food that is prepared daily in our kitchen along with a family-friendly atmosphere where each customer is treated as a member of the family. Customers are personally known by name so that each day they are greeted with a warm and welcome smile. This combination of good food and personal service distinguishes Max and Moe's from the other competition. As a family business serving a community built around family, everyone working at Max and Moe's understands that good food served with a personal touch is what keeps customers coming back day after day. We invite you to explore and sample our wide variety of food selections. And for the health and diet conscious, check out our healthy food options, including our light and fat-free salads. Starting in May 2017, come by Max and Moe's at the corner of Pine Island and Sterling Road in Davie. You're listening to WDGR Damn Good Radio. Hey, feel free to uh, pour yourself a little bit more of the tank. No, I'm good. I, I, I'm good. You're in the to, wagon? Yeah, I'm not trying, trying to drink less. <laughs> Although I drank yesterday. <laughs> at, uh, we had our retirees monthly meeting that we had at B&B. Have you ever been to B&B? Yes. Uh, burgers and Brew. I don't Down know. on Pines. Yeah. I like it's that place a lot. Burgers and yeah. something, right? Burgers beer. and beer. Yeah. <laughs> that too. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, bunch of retirees showed up there. Guys I ain't seen in a while. Showed up. A couple guys from out of town were, were drove in. Is this like it. a boardwalk bullies kind of thing? It is, but it's for Pembroke Pines retirees. Um, Pe- like City of? The city of Pembroke Pines, yeah. The firefighters, I mean, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So guys that uh, that used to work for the city and now have retired. So. Sika, yeah, Sika was there. Oh, yeah. yeah, Sika was there. You and uh, you and Sika are the youngest. Um, well, Sika, yeah, actually, me and Sika are the youngest. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Sika then me, and then uh, everybody else is older. So, um, yeah, there's nobody else that's, you know, that had recently retired or retired in the last. Well, actually, nobody, nobody's younger than me and Sika. Um, is it a sanctioned get together? Well, or is there's it just a bunch of guys that want to get together. And no, well, sanctioned. Well, we have one guy that kind of runs it. He keeps. He, he just, there's a mass mailing list of all the guys that oh. retired. When they retire, they go on this mailing list, and he mails it out to everybody, saying, "Hey, we're meeting here and here." Because obviously, some guys have moved away, and mm-hmm. they're still on the mailing list. But um, he, he takes minutes. There are no minutes. No, oh. he just takes pictures and posts them on Facebook. Oh, okay. That's so cool. he does do that. That's so. on how many people. Uh, last night we had probably twenty five or thirty guys. Awesome. Yeah, it was great. That's the biggest turnout we had. Usually we have, you know, fifteen, twenty, maybe. Still, I've been there good. a couple times. Right. I think that was my third time going. It's fun though. Yeah, that's I see some guys that you that you like and some guys maybe that you didn't like very much, but they're there anyway. So. Yeah, speaking of which let me uh, do a shout out to uh the any Cooper City alumni who from nineteen eighty seven, the class of eighty seven. Uh the reunion has been scheduled. Uh, let me say that again. The reunion has been scheduled. Go to cchs1987.com, cchs1987.com, and you can register for a fantastic two-night event. Uh, it is going to be awesome. So if you're uh, out there, you're listening, which I can tell that uh, you're not 
um, <laughs> we'll go ahead and uh, well, let's do that. that what, what, do you have any idea what the what you guys are going to be doing if, for two nights? I do. I do. Okay. Uh, the uh, it's a two night extravaganza. Uh-huh. Uh, the first night is at Roundup. <laughs> this is for the thirtieth reunion. So this I is gotcha. a, so it's going to be food. It's going to be an hour of uh, open bar, uh, and then there's going to be you know we're going to be there for you know a few hours that night. Okay. And then on uh, Saturday is going to be at the Diplomat Hotel. Uh, there is an outdoor restaurant there called the Portico, uh, right there on the Intracoastal. Uh, it's going to be uh, hors d'oeuvres all night, uh, one hour of open bar, and then uh, drinks until whenever. A bunch of uh, alumni are all staying at the Diplomat, whether it be Friday and Saturday or just Saturday. Uh, but we're going to make a, a nice weekend out of it. And uh, and that's coming up on the uh, 27th and 28th of October. Wow. Exciting. Yeah. There'll be a lot of people I know there from 87. Absolutely. And and we did open it up to uh, other classes, other years. How about other schools? Uh, uh, well, <laughs> unfortunately, I do know that there is a game on Saturday. There Strangely, is. there is a high school football game on Saturday. Well, there's usually high school football games on Friday and Saturday. Friday is mostly. Okay. But, but that would interfere with, that interfered with uh, but the Saturday's, roundup. But Saturday's the bigger night. Oh, it is. You know, because it's out at Diplomat. People will be getting rooms and staying out there. Gotcha. Plus, you can get, you can check in, and you can spend the day out at the beach and out at the pool with all the other, you know, people who were who were there and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, but I'm not going. Where are you talking about me? But I'm talking in general. You had brought up. Well, there, yeah, there's a game Saturday. Yeah, so I can't go. I can go on Friday. Yeah, you can go to Roundup. Yeah, you know, some, someone in my class, someone in the class of 87. Are you talking uh, about Lane? Yeah. Okay. Because you guys are playing South Broward on that Saturday. West Broward. West Broward, I'm sorry. Yes. West Broward on that Saturday. Okay. And it's daughter cheers. Okay, so he has to miss a cheerleading competition. Big deal. Well, that would be up to him. Yeah, no, I got it. I mean, it's, it. you know, I, I listen, I get it. He, but he also he had mentioned to me, you know, it's it's like a second son. He wants to see Mike play and stuff too. Yeah, he doesn't no, want to miss it. So I get I get it. And I understand. And I and you know, I, but would, I wouldn't be. I mean, I wouldn't be upset if he didn't come and he was going to his reunion. That's something that's you know, only comes once every ten years. Right. So. And 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 I'm there's three people planning and I'm one of the planners. Uh, so I actually have to be there. All right. Well, I'm, I expect you to be at the football game too. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, I, I won't be at that one. I will be at others. Okay, good. Yeah, it should be fun. Absolutely. It should be a fun year. So uh, I'll go on Friday. <laughs> go on Friday. Yeah, I'll, we do that. So anyway, let's start wrapping it up. Is there anybody you want to thank? Oh, well, let's talk about Max and Moe's. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. We, we didn't talk about that. But yeah. Max and Moe's, everybody heard the uh, commercial. Uh-huh. Um, there was something wrong with it, technical difficulty. But, uh, yeah, there was. Um, <laughs> they beeped out. They're opening. Yeah. It, it coming up soon. Yeah, I hope so. Sometime in um, in September. Um. There we uh, John and I spoke today, as a matter of fact, and John, he was John Rapp, the owner, proprietor, okay. the Thank majority you. stockholder Perfect. in the company. And listener. The Bill Gates of the uh, of the company. Right. Um, he had explained to me that uh, there's a lot of construction going on. It's The roof is on, and uh, Fire. inside the roof is there, and uh, the... The roof is on? No, the inside interior. You drop know, ceiling? Drop ceiling is down, and the floor is going in, and the... Uh, freezers getting ready to be delivered. So nice. We got uh, we got a lot of things happening. John's on the ball, man. He's uh It's he's, very private. There's all kinds of uh, paper. Yeah, they don't want anyone don't to see inside. John's in there. It's kosher. Yeah, John's in there nude, walking oh. around and stuff. You know, he's setting up ovens. Yeah, he's he's freezers. working. He's got a tool belt on and he's nude. 
So he likes to keep uh, that thing on there. YMCA, so, baby. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, that's, that's it. What he, that's what he wears to the cane games. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. No, he has a belt on with his uh, shirt tucked in. So. Well, that'll be good. You know, that'll be fun because uh, the Canes definitely will have a couple of noon games, and it would be great to stop by there. Yeah. Pick uh, up some food. Pick up some food, absolutely. And yeah. get over there. I think that would be awesome. As long as John cooks it. Yeah, oh, he's so good at that. So <laughs> anyway, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Max and Moe's, obviously. Yep. Uh, Goozer. Goozer Sports, who you know gives us our shirts, yep. hats, and mugs. Cohen. Cohen Fire Safety. Boardwalk Bullies. Boardwalk Bullies. Oh, yeah, that's great. That's right down there by the Diplomat. Right by the Diplomat. Well, it could be anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> the Boardwalk Bullies, or have bike will travel. Yeah. And the Pembroke Pines retirees. Pirate B and B. Come on the first Tuesday of every month if you want to be an honorary Pembroke Pines retired firefighter. So you have to go to that every first Tuesday of every month. Yeah. And then on the third Friday of every month is the ride. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm about a busy, busy month. Yeah, every month. <laughs> then I got uh then I have meetings at the uh Optimus Club on every other Thursday. Thursday. So isn't it's not every Thursday? No, it's it's the first and third Thursday is of the Oh month. they changed it since I left. No, they didn't change it. It's the same. Oh, that's right. Oh, no, it used to be every... Oh, yeah, you have the two. Yeah. And, I and have you, the second one. Now. And you have a radio show every Tuesday. And I have a radio show Tuesday. I'm very busy. Yeah. I'm very busy. So. You should go back to work. Yeah. I'm gonna, <laughs> exactly. So, all right, Daryl, thank you. We're Beautiful. back, and uh, we'll be here t- next Tuesday uh, for your listening pleasure. Uh, go, good luck to you, and God bless. Enjoy. Good night. Sleep well.